This podcast is not safe for work and will feature movie spoilers. It will feature scenes described of a graphic nature. It will contain language which most listeners may find offensive. Welcome to the podcast Under the Stairs. Hi everyone and welcome to the podcast Under the Stairs. This is bonus episode 109. I'm your host Duncan McLeish and welcome to the show. On bonus episode 109 we are looking at a little bonus review of a movie that has just made its way over to Shudder on both the UK and the USA and Canada as well I believe. I'm going to say North America and the UK. The movie is called Terrified or in its native tongue Atarados. Um, it is an Argentinian horror movie and we're going to get into a whole lot more detail on that. Uh, suffice to say I was very much looking forward to this one. It had the hype train going crazy uh, before it had its UK premiere at Fright Fest back in August. So we didn't have to wait that long for it to make its way to some sort of streaming site or you know VOD or whatever for the rest of us. Mere mortals who couldn't make the Fright Fest in London to get a goosey gander on, so we will talk about it after the first break. Now, as always, at the start of these shows, I'd love to kick up a little bit of an update, and uh, yeah, <laughs> let's do that just now, because there's so much going on under the stairs, it's quite hard to keep tabs on everything as and when it's happening. So, this is your fourth and final episode of this week, but we're about to kick into another four-episode week. Yeah, just too much content at the moment for podcasts under the stairs to be contained to mere one or two episodes a week. So this week already we put out Bazoween episode number two, looking at Poltergeist on the Tuesday. That was on Monday. On the Tuesday we put out the first seven movies as part of my 31 of October. Uh, on Thursday we put a little bonus episode and in reverence on Halloween from 1978 and then obviously today is a special bonus review of a movie on Shudder. Next week we have Bazoween episode number three that's kicking us off tomorrow and that's looking at Henry Portrait of a Serial Killer. On the Tuesday we do movies 8 through 14 on my list the 31 of October that's right we're keeping that going. Um, on Thursday there will be another Shudder bonus episode review. It will be looking at Satan Slaves which has also just made its way over to that platform as well. And then on Sunday, oh yes, we're doing another instalment of our 88 Films Italian Collection series. So a ton of content to keep you going through this already super busy month. Now, oh, if all that wasn't enough, all that wasn't enough ladies and gents. There's going to be a lot of updates coming up on the Facebook group page over the next two weeks uh, as I gear up December's content. That's right, I'm already thinking about December. It's Listener Choice Month. We have three weeks to cram in as much quality content as we can before the podcast Under the Stairs goes for its annual two-week break. That's right, I only get two weeks off from doing this son of a bitch a year and they happen in December. Very much looking forward to those two weeks off. So as always I want to just make sure that we're we're catering you with the best buffet of horror that we can 
and because December is your guys month this is where you get to put down what you want to see um, there will be a series of polls coming out over the next couple of weeks for you guys to vote on um, just various bits and bobs November's content is coming together quite nicely we will have a very special franchise Russian Roulette series looking at the Puppet Master franchise oh that's right um, a whole lot of guests going to be put up with a whole lot of bad movies which just makes me happy uh, we will be kicking off our first instalment of uh, Masters of the Wanniverse, Jamie J. Salmon's christened that name. We will be looking at one half of the Wanniverse, and uh, myself, Jamie J. Salmon's, and Bo Rans will be looking at that. And then the second and concluding part of that will come out in December, so keep your eyes peeled for that as well. As well as other stuff that's also coming, the, the christening of a brand new segment in November which will be um, Andy Loves Art House Horror, uh, <laughs> um, which we all know he doesn't, but I've got a sneaky suspicion if we give him the right push, he might start to enjoy it, as well as a very special debate series that we're going to be doing on Podcasts Under the Stairs. The title has been picked. I think my guests are now sorted, although I need to lock in a recording date, but we're going to pick our very first movie, which is Mother, the Darren Aronofsky movie, of last year 2017 and I'm going to sit down with my guests two for the movie and two against the movie and chair a discussion to see if we can find some common ground. So there we go that's your elongated intro to this episode here looking at Terrified Aterrados. Uh, we're going to take our first break of the show you're going to pros for shows that I love you're going to hear a little bit of music and then you're going to hear the trailer for this feature movie review when I come back I'm going to be discussing that and a whole lot more right after this this is a test of the emergency podcasting system listen to the psychosemantic podcast Politics, movies, and political movies. Find us on Facebook, iTunes, Stitcher, LegionPodcasts.com, The Psychosemantic Podcast. She hangs in the shadow of my dreams and whispers, your color is almost invisible, like a paisage shadow, and I'm chagrined.
And welcome back. So you've just heard the trailer for this feature movie review bonus episode 109 of the podcast Under the Stairs. This is Terrified from 2018, a.k.a. Aterados. Um, This is an Argentinian horror movie. I think this might be the first Argentinian horror movie I've ever seen. Now, I'm saying that, there's a very good chance that someone will go, no, Duncan, that is incorrect, you've seen this movie, and that was from Argentina. But, to the best of my knowledge, I can't quite place anything from that particular country. And um, if this is indicative of what they are doing out there uh, in the world of horror, then I want to see a lot more of it. Uh, this is written and directed by uh, Dem- Damien or Demine uh, Raguna. And um, the cast is Ariel Shavara, uh, Maximiliano uh, Galoni, Norberto Gonzalo, uh, Hugo Halbrich, George L. Lewis, Elvira Oneto, and uh, other folks uh, with difficult to pronounce names for a Scotsman who likes things simple. Uh, synopsis for this one is When strange events occur in a neighbourhood in Buenos Aires, a doctor specialising in the paranormal, her colleague and an ex-police officer decide to investigate further. Now, I didn't really know much about this movie uh, before going in to see it. I did know there was a lot of hype behind it ahead of its UK premiere at Fright Fest in London back in August. Uh, the guys that organised Fright Fest had been quite vocal about how scary this movie was and how it was going to get under my skin, or the viewer's skin, not me personally, uh, but how, how terrifying the movie actually was, how it would live up to its name uh, and give me the scares that I so readily want as a horror fan. So yeah, it was on my radar as of that point. Turns out I didn't have to wait that long. Uh, we are a mere, what, two months removed from Fight Fest and it's appeared just in time for Halloween over on Shudder. And I will just say, Shudder have done quite well with their acquisitions over this month, even though the content on the UK version of Shudder is still kind of lacking compared to the American uh, version. They have picked some pretty good premieres thus far. Uh, one we will be discussing in just a mere couple of days' time. We'll be looking at Satan's Slaves, which is another foreign horror movie I'm very much looking forward to checking it reviewing here because it is getting tremendous reviews from the horror community so we'll see how that one pans out that review will drop on Thursday now as always uh, with brand new movies you will get a non-spoiler and then you will get a spoiler review which is going to come up so keep yourself ready for that listen out please listen out for those spoiler tags and check the show notes as well to make sure I don't spoil this movie for you. Uh, I think you can get a month's free subscription to Shudder if you sign up 
Uh, I want to say it's a month, it might be seven days, I can never quite remember. But you get a, a, a time period free. It's not that much money after it, I think it's about six quid a month. Um, and depending on what territory you live in, that gives you access to some pretty cool horror content plus exclusives like Terrified. Um, so keep your eyes peeled for that. I think, you know, if this is a movie that after hearing me speak about it in the non-spoiler camp, you quite fancy checking it out, then sign yourself up and just remember to cancel before they give you your first bill. And that way you get a chance to watch the movie and make your own mind up as to whether or not you like it. So let's take a little uh, deep dive um, from a non-spoiler point of view into Terrified and I'm going to just do like I do with most of the new releases I'm going to give you what I liked about the movie and what I didn't like about the movie uh, and the caveat of not really spoiling anything from it and then we'll go a bit more deep uh, and in depth on the spoiler side you'll get a grade review though before I spoil it so that'll give you a good indication whether or not I liked the movie to what extent I liked the movie and if you want to go away and check it out then come back and listen to the spoiler section um, so be it uh, so yeah, terrified. Um, what did I like about this movie? It's beautifully shot. Really, really liked the idea. It has a, a kind of... When I say it has a South American feel, um, viewers of kind of Mexican horror cinema or Brazilian horror cinema will know what I mean when I say that. Um, if you've watched anything from that part of the world, you'll know that it's... It has a vibe about it, a certain look about it, which is, is, I think it's in maybe the colour palette, actually, the, the the actual tonality of the movie in terms of colour tone that, you know, just straight away screams out South America. Um, I think the kind of combination of practical effects here, which I would say most of this movie is practical effects, and um, some digital effects. Digital effects aren't great in the movie, but they're few and far between, and because the movie really relies on its uh, practical effects, casting specific people that look a certain way, um, or, or kind of using dummies in certain parts, I'm assuming it's dummies, um, they really kind of nail that. There's a kind of off-kilter vibe about the movie that I kind of love as well, and you do not have to wait long in this movie at all for things to kick off. Um, I had read a description somewhere that this movie was a movie that relied purely on jump scares, and I think that is unfair to the director here. Yes, it is a technique that the movie wields, but I think it wields effectively and well. Um, I actually think upon further viewings of this movie, there's going to be other bits that I'm going to pick out. I think there's a couple of things in the background that were, were quite quite cleverly done so yeah so I, I would I would lean into that as well I think the acting's great in this movie I think everyone plays a blinder um, for all intents purposes this movie really occupies the same area as Insidious but to me this is like the whole first two thirds of the first Insidious movie with none of that goofy ending this movie really kind of keeps its creep on and it carries that right through the movie, right to the very end. It never really relents. And when when things go off, things go off at pace. Um, and the negative side, I don't think there's anything necessarily in this movie I haven't seen before. Uh, I think it kind of relies on specific and well-trodden horror tropes. 
and doesn't really try and reinvent the wheel. Now, you could say that if Argentina is a country that doesn't produce much horror, and this is them trying to find their foothold in that, um, their directors are going to look mostly at um, Western-style horror, um, or European-style horror, and as a result of that, those influences will carry their way through it, and I completely agree with that, and that's what it kind of feels like from my point of view, is this is... This is a filmmaker trying to put something out in the horror genre and playing off what he knows as opposed to trying to reinvent the wheel. And I think it does that really, really well. There's a couple of scenes which kind of left my jaw on the floor and that I wasn't expecting and when they happened I was like, yeah, this movie really is going for it. It is unrelenting in certain parts. And whilst I was never terrified there was at least one or two jump scares that got me, surprisingly. Um, that could be a combination of the fact that I watched the movie with the volume up very, very, very loud. Uh, or it could be the fact that my daughter was on her iPad beside me and when she jumped, I jumped. Um, so it was a kind of combination of the two. But yeah, the, the movie did that really well. I think the score to the movie is excellent. I think the you know the, the, the actual scoring of the movie, the sim track, works just as effective as the jump scares and that to me is always a big tick. I love it when filmmakers utilise a score in a clever capacity. Um, we've said it before, Suspiria is a great example of that, of a, of a movie that can make you unsettled and terrified when nothing is really happening on the screen purely by leaning into that weird score. So the movie did that very, very, very well. And I think it held itself together. I mean, when it finished, I thought there's there's very few things about the movie that it did wrong, very few footsteps it did wrong. Um, like I say, my biggest gripe is that I didn't feel when watching this movie it was doing anything I hadn't already seen before, and that in itself was you know maybe a bit a bit of a letdown. I think that's maybe me coming in with too high an expectation after hearing so many wonderful things said about it in the lead up to Fright Fest, as I was expecting this movie to really. When people say this movie will get you, what I expect is something I've not seen before. That's what I equate to getting me is things that I am unfamiliar with. You know, to be put on, you know, kind of un uncharted territory and then it hits you and then it, it, it kind of throws you off. But uh, the movie never really did that. But what it did, it did well. So let me, let me just fling that out and say what it did, it did very well. So as pertains to a Netflix grade for this one, it's not a perfect movie by any stretch of the imagination, but I did really, really like this one. I thought it was very well done. It's a 4 out of 5 from me. Um, the reason I'm covering this one and Satan's Slaves uh, as bonus episodes is that they had not been announced at the point of me doing my 31 of October. And had they... Then a couple of the physical releases which made my list would have been removed out in favour of this because everyone knows this year's theme on the 31 of October was to try and find movies from this year that I hadn't seen before on streaming platforms where possible and they would have slotted in quite nicely. I would have just had them in uh, instead. So yeah, a 4 out of 5 from me. Now, be warned, I'm about to start going into spoiler territory and I'm going to give away some of the plot here as well as some of the scares. If you have not seen this movie, I would implore you, this is a recommend from me, so please go and check it out. So uh, yeah, this is your last chance to get out. It's available on Shudder, so all you need to do is either take out that free week or month subscription to watch it if you don't want to continue on or if you've already got a Shudder account then just go over and check it out then come back and join me for the spoiler review. I am spoiling it in 3, 2, 1. 
So the movie starts off um, with a woman believing she hears something in her sink. Uh, she tries to tell her husband that there's voices coming from the sink saying that they're going to kill her. Uh, she is convinced this is going to happen. Her, her boyfriend slash husband is dismissive, thinks it might be noises from the neighbour who's working on things, constantly doing a bit of building work. So that's where he is pivoting his theory to. Um, in the middle of the night she gets up. She goes to the bathroom, we start hearing some banging. Uh, the guy, believing it's the neighbour doing some building work, goes out, gets very angry. When he comes back, he realises the banging has actually been coming from the bathroom in which his his good lady went into. And when he walks in, she's levitating, all bloody, bashing her head off the wall. Um, we then follow a kind of debrief at a police station and then spiral this out into... Um, this guy believing that he's being haunted by something in his house. He believes he's being haunted because when he tries to sleep, there's something moving around under his bed and about his house. And when he finally wakes up in the morning, he realises that a lot of furniture's been moved around his bed in an uncomfortable sort of freaky sort of way. Um, he then gets back in touch with the, the police who then decide to kind of half believe him, half not believe him. Uh, but when he manages to capture on film some really freaky events, and I'm going to go back and cover some of these because I think some of these are absolutely wonderful and brilliant. Um, a a kind of paranormal crew get involved. Uh, one is a kind of guy that has wrote a book, uh, kind of worked in a morgue and all the rest, and he's fairly... Uh, not dismissive, but he believes that there are things out there, but we shouldn't be interacting with them. We have an elderly woman who is very much of the opinion that she's a kind of paranormal psychologist, so we should be studying everything and, and kind of breaching the wall. And this kind of retired police officer, who was actually the neighbour of the guy to begin with, things kind of kick off in their investigation when our kind of freaked out guy who's living alone tells this kid to get away from his house, says it through the window, and when this kid walks backwards into the street, he's knocked over by a bus. Uh, his body seems to come back and appear in the house, and that's when the investigation starts happening. Weird things continue to happen. Um, I'm rushing through this because I want to talk about specific scenes. We expand the story a bit more to realise that there is a theory that there is a crack between... Um, the land of the living and dead, uh, this kind of other dimensional plane for where the dead go. Uh, and these these creatures are starting to work their way through and manipulate bodies and people in a way to make us terrified. Um, that keeps going. The police officer is... Uh, he's, well, retired police officer. Uh, take things a bit straight to his head actually really is he is quite shocked by what he sees um, the two kind of paranormal people are in well over their head and both of them die in quite interesting fashions and the police officer ultimately um, decides that the only way to, to stop the anarchy is to burn everything down now it's worth saying that the police officer um, it's his child that gets knocked over by the the bus so he's got a vested interest here, but he decides to burn down the dimensional link. Um, and then we jump back in for a kind of recap, last jump scare at the end. So it's nothing that we haven't kind of seen before in terms of plot-wise. Where this movie wins, and wins really well, is I think a lot of the, the actual scare setups 
are genuinely creepy and really fucking well done. Um, originally when I said that, you know, we, we hear the noises from the sink, the woman dies by kind of levitating and bashing off the bathroom. Uh, the next time her husband is haunted, he hears a noise under his bed. He's obviously terrified, <laughs> just like the movie title. Puts his head under the bed and there's nothing there. When the camera zooms back up, it's a lot of camera movements, nothing there. Camera moves somewhere else, camera moves back, something's there. Camera moves, camera moves back, nothing there. That sort of idea, and then you get a boo jump scare. So what we have here is there's nothing under the bed, and when he sits back up, we can see there's clearly a foot under the bed kind of hanging out. Um, when he hears another noise he leans down and as he's leaning down to look under the bed someone sprints from above him along the corridor in front of him down the hall uh, which is genuinely terrifying he you know puts the cover back over his head and then we see the shadow of a, a large hand coming over he's obviously he, you know he needs to get you know film footage evidence of this and this is one of my favourites he is in his bed he hears a, a bang he looks down his cameras there he replays the camera back and sees a very large, scary-looking demon man walk into the cupboard and close the door. Now, the cupboard was where the camera was placed on top of, so of course he believes he's in the cupboard. So he opens the cupboard, nothing's there. So he sits back down, looks at the footage and you know, reverses it back a bit further to see that the guy was actually originally under his bed and goes into the cupboard, and while he's looking at that, the cupboard opens behind them and the large creature comes out. Just really, really well done. That's less a jump scare and just really well played for kind of atmosphere and effect. Um, I think the movie's use of the dead kid who returns and just slight movements is fucking great. The, the, the makeup that they use on this either dummy or real kid um, is like a gnarlier version of the devil's backbone and it really leans into that in a way which is you know is he moving or is it just something else uh, and we, we keep this he's kind of stuck at the dining room table and we keep wondering whether or not he is actually alive or not you know has he been reanimated is he some sort of demon specter ghost or whatever um until another kid comes into the back garden and looks in the room and we slowly see the head turn around. And this is our first proper indication that, you know, something really weird is happening with this body. Um, the use of cupboards as, like, portals is, is really well done. Uh, there's a really gnarly eye effect later on with one of our characters, which I really enjoy. And like I say, I think the score works fucking perfect with this movie it is dramatic and tense and atmospheric and it builds up in the right places and it sets off a couple of false starts which work really 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 well um like i say on the downside getting a bit more into it the idea of the haunted house the idea of the kind of paranormal specialist coming in the idea of something being under your bed the idea of something being in your under your covers and the idea of that kind of Something between the walls, this portal to something else, kind of uh, indicative of something like Absentia, or even uh, Beyond the Walls, the, the TV, the French TV show. That idea has all been done before. Insidious has kind of cornered the market on that sort of thing. The other 
um, or the further, sorry, they've kind of covered that well enough. And this movie certainly occupies similar territory to that. It doesn't really deviate from that in any great way. What I would say is it has a singular focus, and that singular focus is to set up the, the, the scares. Everything in here is to set up the scares, and there isn't a huge leaning towards any particular mythology or story. In fact, that doesn't come out to very near the end, and it isn't fleshed out enough to really pin your hat on anything. Um, some people may look at that as a negative. I actually look at it as a positive. Had they tried to, I might start to pick that apart, and the fact that they just accept it as fact works really well for me. So yeah, um, I rushed through that review. It's because I don't want to give away like loads and loads and loads. I genuinely think a lot of this movie works in the premise even you know, you're gonna just follow the roller coaster of jump scares and the, the roller coaster of setups of jump scares and the roller coaster of setup of things that you think might be a jump scare that aren't. I think the movie handles that really well. I think it's paced incredibly, it's about an hour and twenty-five minutes long and there's never really any downtime in it. Uh, yeah, there's a bit of um, exposition per se with certain characters chatting over certain things, but it isn't long, it's never long, and then we're right back to what we're here to watch the movie for, and that's the, the, the horror and the scares of it. So yeah, I, I, I stand by my grade for it, 5 for this one. Please check it out, you will not be disappointed with Terrified. Is it the scariest movie this year? Nope. Is it the scariest movie that you're like to, likely to have seen? Nope. Is it a movie that you can shove on though and with a with a fairly desensitised horror friend um, and enjoy? Yes. Is this the sort of movie that you can sit or, sit beside someone who doesn't watch horror movies and watch them freak the fuck out from start to end? Yes. Yes, this movie will do that for you. There we go. So that's available on Shudder just now. If you check it out, let me know what you made out uh, from the movie, what you thought of it, um, and what you would assign it grade-wise by posting on podcast under the stairs Facebook group page. Uh, it's uh, facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash cast. Right, I'm taking my last break of this show. When I come back, I'm closing it out and I'm doing it right after this. You're listening to the podcast Under the Stairs. And you've been listening to the podcast Under the Stairs. This has been bonus episode 109 with a review of Terrified from 2018. Available just now exclusively on Shudder in, I believe, all territories. We're just going to say all territories. Certainly the UK and the USA and Canada is out there for you to consume just now. I gave it 4 out of 5. I recommend you go and check it out. Like I say, not the most original horror movie in the world, but I think very well paced and uh, very well executed. And from a part of the world that now has my attention, I want to see more Argentinian horror if I haven't already, I want to see what the, these guys really have up their sleeve because that movie had me in. So, yeah, I look forward to catching more of them real, real soon. There we go. Eh? So that's the end of another four-episode week. Another four-episode week coming up tomorrow, kicking us off with Bazoween episode number three of 2018. The Baz takes on Henry, portrait of a serial killer. It is a sobering yet fun episode and I hope you enjoy it when it drops then. 
Um, but until then, there's a multitude of ways to check out podcasts under the stairs. As always, I say come across and check us out on Apple Podcasts. Subscribe to the feed, that way you get the episodes as and when they drop. Access to the entire back catalogue of Teapot's content. But don't stop there, leave us a rating and a review. Ratings are super important. The more of them we get, the higher up the iTunes charts were pushed for new listeners to come across and check us out. So for five stars, for example, the more of them we get, the more relevant we are in searches. Also, leave us a review. It takes seconds for you to do it. It's the best way to support us on that platform. If you're listening to us right now through the Apple Podcast app, you can get there so easy and it really, really does mean the world to us. Take seconds of your time. Obviously, word of mouth also helps. So this October, find someone who's getting interested in horror and find someone who enjoys podcasts. If that is a marriage made in heaven, if there's someone out there that meets both those criteria, then recommend to them the podcast under the stairs. Ladies and gents, that's how simple it is to do word of mouth. You can also check out the studio on Stitcher Smart Radio, SoundCloud, Google Play and the TuneIn app. You can visit our website by going to tputzcast.com and while you're over there, click that merch tab or go direct to our merch page. It's tputzcast.bigcartel.com We are currently selling Bazoween enamel pins. It is a steal. I'm practically giving them away. Um, they post on the 28th of October and trust me when I say that all the money that you spend on them comes right back into helping us do what we do under the stairs. Ain't no Patreons in this bitch. It's all about you getting something and that money coming back to help what we do under the stairs. You can also visit our social medias. There's loads of them now. Uh, We have two pages on Facebook. We have our group page, which is facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash cast. That's where our 31 of October conversations are happening, trailers for new movies, polls, memes, you name it. The discussion is all happening over there. We have a Facebook page though, that's facebook.com forward slash teaputzcast. That's where the live streams happen. The Thursday Thursdays, the intros and outro videos to our 31 of October. It's linked to our Instagram and our merch page. So you can go over there, like that page and become part of that community page there. You can check us out on Instagram and on Twitter by checking both those social medias and typing in at teaputzcast. Super simple. Interact with the Baz over there. It's our twin prongs of social media sexiness. So there we go. Last episode of the week. I hope you're enjoying your October. I hope you're cramming your eyes full of so much horror you can't take it anymore. Now is the time to do it. Binge, my little minions. Binge. And until I speak to you tomorrow, wherever you are, whatever the time zone is and whatever you're up to in this big bad world of ours, please take care of yourselves out there. This is Duncan McLeish broadcasting live from under the stairs and I... I'm signing off.
in your kiss Insects in your kiss Insects in your kiss You are my Get